Hey everybody and welcome to episode 77 of the Bonehead Podcast where we talk all things Blood Bowl. Welcome back. I'm Ben, and normally I'd be joined by Blood Tithe Ben. Unfortunately, due to various work commitments over the last couple of weeks, Ben and I have not managed to get an episode in together. So what we're putting together today is episode 77. I'm going to go through the news, and then we're going to be joined by Milton. And what we're going to do is we're going to have a look at the new corn team. We're going to talk through the players that are on there. We're going to talk through some rosters um, for the positionals that have been revealed. We're still waiting on the big guys' rules to come out there. And then we're going to talk through how we think that team is going to play now realistically this team's not going to drop until sort of november but guys it's very nearly october so we've probably only got about five weeks before this team lands on pre-order which is awesome cannot wait to get some new blood bowl content so what we'll do is we'll go straight into blood bowl news and then milton will join us for corn So first up, we're going to have a look, a quick look at the Yokai Stars fantasy football team. So this is actually a Kickstarter, and it's a Kickstarter that's got 17 days to go. It's going to be finishing on Sunday, October 17th, so plenty of time now. So let's have a look. It is an Ogres slash Halfling roster, and it is high-quality resin. So this is being made by... Who's this being made by? Um, I'm not sure, but we've seen this all over the place. So it says by uh, Jose Mox Creador Grafico, but... It's uh, the Yokai Stars is a kind of Japanese mythology style. Okay, so we're looking at things like Oni and uh, weird creatures from that. Um, basically, it is a bunch of really interesting and individual sculpts. So we've got like this little fire demon guy. We've got this little, I don't even know what that is, the Hyosobe. Uh, we've got Akira, the Onobi, Isagoro. Uh, we've got a Yaso, which is kind of like a turtle with a it's like a turtle man we've got another turtle man a kappa um and we've got this weird duck guy with pincer hands we've got like a little it's, it's weird every one of these players is individual which is really cool especially when you're thinking that actually this could be cool for oh wow okay we've got a cool guy here with eyes on his hands very much like the uh like that creep movie that I cannot remember the name of. We've got the ball-carrying little dude with the horn there, which is cool. You've got some catchers as well. So those are all the linemen. We've got catchers here with individual eyes. You've got hefties, which is cool, who actually do look hefty. They're kind of like sam, uh, not samurai, but kind of like a sumo halfling style to them with one creepy eye in the middle. Now, this is the bit that I do love, though, is the big guys. So looking at the big guys here, the first one we've got is an oni okay so this is an ogre he's got his arms outstretched massive heft to him two demon eyes um this is just a fantastic a fantastic straight up ogre model like you know me i love big guy models but this one here is just absolutely it's dynamic the sculpting quality is great i love the style of it we've also got the kijo which is a female oni and we've got the Shishiro, which is a, basically a, a centaur, not a centaur, a cyclops big guy. And a female big guy as well. So what is this? Are these the big guys? This is big guys. So these are all individual big guys. So this is these are the ogres for your team. There's a Sayaka, which is a Yoragumo, which is like this uh, female insect person with spider legs coming out of her back. There's another 
Oni looking creature here. So miniature size, they've got a great size comparison. So the ogres are about twice the size of the little dudes. Um, we're talking about 50 mil tall, which is probably about where you want them to be. So they should be able to fit on a 40 mil base and that would be what you'd want to get it on there. So let's have a look at the actual rewards, the reward levels. Uh, so 43 pounds, basic team, early bird special. Oh, there's, uh, there's still 28 to go. So uh, you will receive the basic team of the Yoki Stars that consists of 12 high quality resin miniatures. Um, this one is 10 linemen and two ogres. So the two only, the male and the female only, and all the different individual little dudes. So 10 linemen and two ogres. So this one includes social goals, uh, social stretch goals as well. So you get uh, two of the ogre dudes and all of the positionals for your halflings so looking for a halfling team that's the one there they've got some unlockable uh stl designs as well to go with so prone stl stunned stl it's interesting at least so that's 40 what 43 pounds for an entire halfling team that looks better i think and more interesting than the straight up games workshop one i do love the halflings from games workshop but at the same point this is pretty unique and cool however um, okay, you can add catchers and hefties as well, which is fine. Do they not come with catchers and hefties? Oh, the team does not come with catchers and hefties. That is how to customize your basic team to a halfling team. Oh, I see. So let's have a look and see. So the basic team is 47. And the basic team comes with 10 linemen and two ogres. Then there is the full whack 124, which is basically all the teams. So the halfling team, you have to add a catcher's pack and a hefties pack. So that's another 10 euros a piece. So that goes from 43 pounds to, you know, what, 65 pounds, potentially 50, 50, 60 pounds, 60 pounds, probably 65 pounds with postage. OK, so now you've got two catchers, you've got two hefties. So you've got a team of 16 there at that point with both you guys. But the ogre team, I think, is where it's very cool. But this does get real pricey. Uh, so early bird pledge for the ogre team, which is the basic team. So 10 little dudes, two big guys, and the other four big guys comes to 103 euros, which is probably around about 90 pounds. That is expensive. However, if you look at what you get for it, you actually get a ton of stuff. So you get six individually sculpted ogres, and then you get one, two, three, four. You get everything. So you get 10 little dudes as well. So you actually get a plenty of stuff. If you're in the market for a stylish individual, like, this is the kind of team that you're, it is going to stand out. Like, that is one cool thing about these Kickstarter teams. They are way more expensive than the Games Workshop ones. They've got some cool um, kind of ex, uh, expansion bits, that some stretch goals and stuff. Nothing there really stands out. They've got some cool things. So there is an accessory that's been unlocked, which is a social goal, which is a playing field, digital design, 100 Facebook shares. So you can get hold of a print your own pitch to go with the team at that point and there's got some accessories a throw in template some coins and things like that but they're just stl so if you're not printing that's not where you want to be you can add individual stuff on there as well um including some of their other teams so this is the the same team of folks that did the asgard sons and stuff they're great models the sculpts are fantastic i mean 60 pounds for a halfling team and realistically 100 pounds for an ogre's team if you like the japanese vibe then I think that's pretty reasonable to get some really cool teams. Anyway, there's plenty of time left on that. Now, we're going to do a separate look at Myth and Goal at some point. But Myth and Goal is a non-Blood Bowl, but very fantasy football-based miniatures game. It's not a miniatures game. It's a board game that's landing. So this is out now. I have backed it, but I'm not logged in. And 
it comes with four teams. It's and it's not Blood Bowl, but the models are very similar. And I think somewhere down there, there's a size thing. So the miniatures, there's what? There's High Elves, Dwarves, Humans, and Orcs in the kit. And there's eight individual sculpts for each race. And the box set comes with basically duplicates of everything. So you've got all the positionals there. The Orc team comes with Goblins, for example. The Human team comes with Halflings. There is a ton of stuff that's landed. And I believe... There is also a uh, an undead or necromantic team that's dropped as well. So the game is getting better and better and better. Now, you can log on to Kickstarter, have a look at it, and get all the gear you need to do this on Tabletop uh, Simulator. I haven't done it because, I don't know, I'm more interested in the models to be used for Blood Bolt. The game looks quite cool, and when we get hold of it, we'll probably do some playthroughs on the channel because it does seem pretty cool. Like, it seems fast play. It's more about the team management aspect than it is the individual success. The rulebook's on there. You can go on and you can have a look and see what the game looks like. Um, there's some gameplay there, but the gameplay video is a tabletop simulator, so you don't get that kind of grasp of what it looks like actually on the pitch. But Myth and Goal is a very cool way to get four full teams of Blood Bowl out there. Now, if they sell them, or five teams now, if the Necromantic one's in there, if they sell them individually moving forward, then we are going to get access to alternate sculpts. And that's that's so big for this game. Um, 12 days to go for that one. So that's Tuesday, October 12th. I mean, they've 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 smashed their goal, 70 goal, 70K goal, and they're over 100, basically 110,000 now. So they're going to be good to go. Now, one thing we didn't look at is when this is going to ship. Uh, so they reckon November 22 for that one. And the other one, uh, March 22 for the uh, Yokai Stars. So that's pretty cool. Now this one here, the next one we're going to look at is the Heresy Lab Amber Hussaria Fantasy Football Team Resin and STL. So this is a very cool one. This is a Kislev team. So Kislev are interchangeable with Slan in their rule set, but also because of the, the style of the positionals you can get there, you can pretty much brew up a human team or most other teams. So it's gone live. I think today it's got 15 days to go. So Thursday, October 14th is when that's going to be finishing. And let's, let's go. Let's go have a look. So um, we've got a Come on, where are the models? So we've got a whole bunch of Kislev themed. Now, what is Kislev? Kislev is kind of like Slavic, um, Polish style. So if you've ever seen Polish hussars, like they've got that kind of round cuirassier armor and they've got the big old wings on them, that's the style they're going for here. Fur hats, armored bear. If you play Blood Bowl 2, you've got Kislev on the go. They've got a bunch of individually sculpted models. Now, Heresy Lab do a ton of great work out there already. Their sculpts are superb. But in this team, you've got two blitzers, you've got a thrower, you've got two throwers, you've got some other positionals, you've got a ton of different linemen. You get a load of different models. Now, they've done a really good job of getting some out and painted on the Kickstarter as well. Now, I am, I, I, I'd missed this coming up. So from a cost point of view, £31 Digital Amber Hussaria team. You get all 16 files of the team, both with and without supports, which if you are a printer is super important, um, plus all unlocked stretch goals. Um, so you can back that. There's a resin team, which is only going to be £34. Now, estimated delivery of December as well, which is really, really soon. Uh, that is 15 players plus a big guy, which is absolutely huge. That's That can't be right. Now oh, that's an early bird special, which has now gone. So £60 is the 15 players plus one big guy now. That actually is a bit more realistic. So what, £65 for the team. Again, 16 players. So a full lineup. You get a very awesome bear. Now the bear comes with kind of ring mail on it. 
it, it it's a chunky boy that will be your croxagor from the slan team uh yeah if you're running slan it will be your croxagor let's have a look and see if there's a breakdown so we've got a size comparison in the model the uh, blitzer for them is a little bit smaller than a bloater from the games workshop nurgle team which is, seems really appropriate there's a picture of a chaos blocker so chaos chosen blocker the strength four piece next to the bear and the bear is on what looks like a 40 mil base and his head and shoulders above the chaos warrior you want him to be big you want him to be a big guy because he's strength five uh there's a breakdown of some shipping pieces but that is actually it for the kickstarter detail i'd love to see some more so there's a coach model for early birds and then there's one two three four five six seven eight nine ten eleven twelve uh models there when you've got two blitzer looking guys you've got two one thrower looking guy uh, it's not split up but i tell you what because you've got the different kind of styles and the different positionals and especially if you pick up the stl version of this you're going to be able to mirror them you're going to be able to mirror them and you're going to be able to basically brew up whatever team you want and for me for 30 pounds to get the stls for the entire team you can print off and mirror whatever you want. So if you want to grab this and run it as a human team, you take four of those blitzers. You mirror two of them, you've got four. You print them, and then you fill out with linemen. This is also going to be really cool if you're looking to brew up an OWA team or a Chaos Pact and even vampires because that the big guys, they, they're the big guys. The blitzers are just so unique, and they've got that real point of difference about them they're in a team like humans where you want to differentiate the blitzers or vampires where your vampires are going to be the difference makers and the ones that stand out you're good to go so 60 pounds for a team if you are looking for a slan team if you're looking for a kislev team to run a slan 60 quid plus postage you've got yourself a very different team i really like that and it's a very cool very great sculpts very well executed if you have a printer, then £30 for these STLs is going to mean that you can brew up and print a ton of different teams and you can specialize them to what you're looking for. Nobility, again, that's a really cool way. Two of these guys as your blitzes for nobility is, is pretty sweet. Like there's a ton of cool stuff you can do with that. So I'm a big fan of this. Now, that is it for Blood Bowl News with the exception of all the corn bits that have landed but what we're going to do now is we're going to take a very quick break and we'll be back with milton to talk through the positionals how the team's starting to flesh out and how we think it's going to play on the pitch and we're back and we've been joined by milton to talk about the new corn team milton how are you doing today all right Doing good, Ben. How about yourself? Not bad at all. Thanks very much for jumping on. So Milton is no um, no stranger to Frenzy, having recently come third in a tournament with Norse. And I think we were just chatting before, and, and Milton's already pointed out there's a few similarities between the way this team is looking, between some of the positionals, and the Norse team as well. So we'll definitely be tuning into that as we go along, because you are bang on the money, to be fair. Um so basically what we're going to do is we're going to have a look at the stats that were revealed for the new corn team so we've seen the new corn team it's been spoiled but not the big guy uh, so we're going to get to speculate a little bit about that we've seen a picture of the big guy which is the blood beast but we haven't got any idea what it does design wise looks kind of similar to Scylla so we'll save the best for last so basically First up, we've got the linemen. Now, the linemen are not called linemen. They're called Bloodborne Marauders. Now, first of all, Milton, what do you think of the design? What do you think of the models of these? You know what? I really like them. 
Um, I base my Norse team around the uh, Age of Sigma Blood Reavers, I think they're called. And yeah. these models are very similar, and I just think they're great minis. In fact, I think these Blood Bowl ones are uh, a bit nicer than the, the Age of Sigma ones. I actually do too. Now, this is definitely one of those teams that I think the models are going to be used for all sorts. We saw this with the Black Orcs and the Orc team, you know, but, you know, 40k Orc players and Fantasy Orc players just use everything for everything anyway. But you recently kitbashed a full Norse team out of Blood Reavers and stuff, and the design is so similar on this one. So these Marauder linemen, although they are for the Corn team, they are going to fit right in in your own homebrewed norse team and they're also i think going to be absolutely perfect for chaos pact that i think is just going to be awesome i mean one box of corn gives you all the linemen you'll need to build your chaos pact team um but let's have a look at the stats so the mainstay of the corn team are the bloodborne marauders in a game they're light on the coffers at only fifty thousand gold pieces but they differ from ordinary human linemen um, as they have a slightly a slightly lower armor value of eight plus armor is for the weak and they come with a frenzy skill as standard so should they only manage to push back their opponent when they block your bloodborne marauders must follow up and make a second block that's how frenzy works so the stats for the marauder linemen they're 50k, 0-16, movement 6, strength 3, edge 3+, plus, passing 4+, plus, armor 8+, plus, and the frenzy. So if you look at the Norse team, which is what Milton was alluding to earlier, 50,000, movement 6, strength 3, edge 3+, plus, passing 4+, plus, armor 8+, plus, and block. So these... Block, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, Milton, how did you describe this? Well, they're basically just Norse linemen with Frenzy instead of Block. Um, baseline, everything else is exactly the same. And I think that's kind of cool. Like, they, they very much represent the same theme, um, but it's just a, a slightly different twist on it, isn't it? Now, I think it's very cool. Now, they are also similar to Pit Fighters in the uh, the Corn team as it is. So there is a Demons of Corn team that was from Blood Bowl 1. And the rules for that have been released by the NAF. So you can already play a frenzy heavy team. Now, that roster, their players are 60k apiece, 6 3, 4 plus, uh, 6 3, edge 3 plus, uh, passing 4 plus, armor 9 plus, and frenzy. So 10k more with the extra armor. Now, from playing corn, that extra armor is really good. Okay, armor, oh man, I nearly said armor 8, that's old school. Armor 9 plus lineman. It's massively different than armor eight plus. So the fact that these guys are eight plus without mm. without block, and the fact they've got frenzy, I think these guys are going to be like way more fragile than they look on paper. Definitely, like frenzy is just never your friend. Um, uh, yeah, and that, that eight plus, like I I know for well with the Norse, like you can just lose linemen, like in a row. They'll just knock down like skittles because that eight plus, but they're cheap. Fifty k isn't bad. Fifty k isn't. You not can bad. make some really interesting builds around that fifty k baseline, which is which is great for that for that stat line. It's really good, and if you know how to master frenzy, these guys could be used to great effect. And that is going to be the key thing about this team is how you manage frenzy with your linemen. Now, if you want to get practice in, go run the corn team like you will soon learn. 
Uh, when not to block, I think is probably the most important thing here. Now, we're not sure what the skill access is, but on Lyman in the 2020 edition, it is basically just general. And quite frankly, if you get six SPP on this guy, it's it's got to be block first, right, Milton? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I would even if it wasn't. But um, <laughs> oh, yeah, all block. Yeah, Milton. no, I, I think I think, you know, you're looking at putting in some level of defense to patch up for the, the low armor value. Um, you know, you've got your frenzy, frenzy trait and you need, you need something in there to make sure that the dice are rolling in your favor, particularly when you're, particularly if you're looking at like trying to get in as many two die blocks as you can, or potentially with your linemen, you're looking at doing, I would imagine you're looking at doing a fair few one die blocks. And in that situation, you definitely want block on your side. That's it. Basically, the difference is if you've got block, most of the time you can take that one die block risk because it is a one in six chance of failure. If you're one die blocking with frenzy without block, then you are you are brave. Now, if you're a little bit scared of frenzy, there is another position on this team which is going to be pretty important, and that is the corn gauze. So the design of this team very much mirrors the Nurgle team. There are human-ish kind of linemen. You've got the beastman-ish kind of blitzer runners and then you've got the chaos warrior ish blockers so that's the bloaters for the nurgle the pestigors for nurgle corn gores for these guy and blood seekers i think for this team but let's have a look at the corn gores first of all mm. i love the design here when i saw this spoiled i thought is this ulf warriors like have we got this but it's because they've got this dog face they've still got the horns of a beastman but the positioning is cool i love these models man i think this is possibly one of my favorite just team models that games workshop have released in this new edition like i mean don't get yeah me. they're more like um you're right they're more like dog like or like bull bull like than they are goat like like your traditional beastmen they they're dog um, soldiers which i think really really cool twist on it makes I... them quite unique and you know what i was thinking about it i was like um when was the last time that we got representation of the corn gore on tabletop i like i don't think that's been been around for many 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 years i know it's not a current thing in any of the other game systems so how cool is it that we get like a unique inspired like model for for blood bowl Man. in this team did we even get corn gores in like warhammer sixth edition i don't think uh, we, I, I think i think it was I'm just pretty sure that was like best painted red <laughs> no i think there was a single corn gore metal miniature he's got like an axe course he's um, maybe it was like a hero or something yeah um, so, so these guys play the role of the non-frenzy piece so they're 70k movement six strength three edge three passing four plus this is as good as passing gets in this team spoiler alert armor nine plus horns and jugs so juggernauts means that when they're blitzing any both down results can be treated as a push instead horns means when they blitz their strength counts as plus one so these guys are strength four on the blitz no ball carrying skills, no combat skills, but being able to blitz out probably with two dice and you don't have frenzy on this piece, so they don't have to follow. This, These guys are going to be your scoring threats. These are going to be the ball carriers, right? I would say so, um, particularly since they've not got the frenzy skill. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah the, the, the nine plus armor values, you know, going to keep them going. Six movements pretty reasonable all things considered yes that's the, um, chaos the chaos team is plenty fast like movement six feels and, slow but it's not like it's still two turn touchdown with a couple of go for it's 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 not bad 
Yeah, it's not bad. And, you know, with the Haunts and the Juggernaut, they can carve a path if they need to. Um, if, you you know, you, you want to get that, like, cheeky blitz in or there's something something in your way. So You just need to get around. You've got that, that opportunity. Yeah, I mean, they're going to be so important to your team. Now, they're very similar to the Bloodletter Demons on the Demons of Corn team. So those guys are 80k, mm. movement 6, strength 3, and 3+, plus, passing 4+. plus. They are armor 8+, plus, and they come with horns, juggernaut, and regeneration. So if you're kind of putting a, a map as to how this team is going to perform, there's two elements there that are incredibly similar to the Demons of Corn roster. The Pit Fighters are armor busted but the same and the bloodletter demons are armor boosted but they lose regeneration and they're a little bit cheaper so this team is cheaper than the demons of corn team so far and it's going to be doing the same thing so to this player here is going to be so important for one being able to do stuff without going crazy and following up people but being able to blitz out on two dice with jugs not follow take those pushes to free yourself up they're going to be able to do stuff and because they've got that movement six and they've got reasonable edge at 3+. plus. They're going to be good kind of reserve blitzers as well. Um, because, you know, oh man, who doesn't love a two-die blitz, right? And when you've got jugs, it's actually pretty safe. Um, yeah, I think so. I, I, and at 70k, I'd be really surprised if we weren't seeing like these maxed out in, in a lot of the... A lot of the teams. Yeah, I mean, we're going to look at some um, rosters so... Like, they're such, they're, such, they're so such good value. They are, and... I know that we're going to get the, the classic, you know, ah, oh, we need to buy two teams to get these positionals in there. And you will do, yeah, you will have to buy two teams and it is a bit rubbish. But on the other hand, if you've got a Chaos team, you can just use two Beastmen and it will be fine. So you don't, yeah. need, if you've already got a Chaos team, you can just take a couple of Beastmen from that box and fill out your corn gores. Like they don't have the dog faces, but as long as you're painting with the same armor, it, it's going to be okay. They're going to be all right. So we've seen the linemen, and we've seen what I am going to declare the runners at the moment. And now we've got the blockers. So they're called Bloodseekers, um, which is a very corn team. So I don't like the name. I don't like the fact that we've got, like, what is it? Blood, Bloodborne and Bloodseekers? What are they called? What the, I can't remember what the linemen are called now. No, I don't know. But these guys are Bloodseekers, and these are your Chaos Warriors. These are the Cornate Chaos Warriors. And I flipping love these models. Like, the head looks a little bit small, but that's kind of a corn thing, isn't it? Um, yeah, I mean, like, they're cool. The helmets are cool. Um, the armor's cool. Like, they're, they're obviously very different. They're a little bit larger than the linemen. Yeah, they are um, a little bit larger than the linemen. They sort linemen. of stand almost like a head taller, I think. And the Chaos um, kind of like Chosen... Yeah, kind of like the Chaos Warriors, yeah, yeah in, in the Chosen. Give the same team. Vibe. Um, let's. Uh, yeah, no, they're really cool. Let's have a look at their stats. So these guys are 0 to 4, same as the uh, Corngors. 110k, movement 5, strength 4, edge 4, um, 4 plus, passing 6 plus, armor 10 plus, and frenzy. So compared to standard Chaos Warriors, they've got the same movement, the same strength, worse agility. Uh, no one cares about passing anyway. Same armor, and they start with Frenzy. So 10k for Frenzy and worse agility. It, frenzy and agility are a really difficult match. So these guys are very similar in design to Ulf Wereners. Um Yeah. And I think that was probably what we were going to break off and chat about, wasn't it? Because when you were talking through the, the before, Milton, you kind of said, 
like yeah so i mean they are um they obviously get one less movement they do get the ability to pass so they <laughs> yeah. get a six plus pa um and they have one more armor value so and i mean i don't see you doing a lot of passing with them so in, this is in sort definitely of, not a passing team yeah <laughs> no in, in quite like blunt terms i reckon basically you know you lose an ma and gain an ab but i think um, i think the other thing here is that you gain four instead of two like old is amazing 105k movement six uh strength four and four plus passing nothing armor nine and frenzy so you've got two great like old foreigners are sneaky some of the best players in the game like they're not great at scoring they're fine but for making a hole or making a hole through an opposing player like they're great safeties um the fact that this team can now rock four strength four frenzy pieces they, they're like they're like tiny minotaurs mm, definitely and you know what they're 15k cheaper than an all foreigner uh all foreigners um, are they not 105 no they're 125 i think oh are they oh Maybe I've got the wrong team of legend roster. This might be the one where the uh, <laughs> where the, the Amazon Blitzers were war dancers. Um, but the point is, you lose a movement, you gain an armor. These guys are very much blockers, right? They want to be in the thick of it. And although they don't have block to start with, strength four, you know, they're, they're black orcs, right? These guys are black. No, they're big and blockers with frenzy like milton you are a classic orc coach right would you yeah. like, would you want frenzy on black orcs just if they could start with it all right i know it takes a while to build up spp to get the first skill and obviously we're going to take block but if you could pay 30k more and or 20k more or whatever it is and get frenzy to start with on your strength four blockers would you do it uh yeah definitely um i mean these guys are just gonna like wouldn't say they're going to hold the line, are they? Because the frenzy is going to push them all over the place. But I mean, they're really going to carve their way through the middle of the. Uh, they are the going to team. dominate the line of scrimmage, absolutely. And you know, strength four is a skill of its own. Okay, like you're like, oh, yeah, block is a great skill because it works on defense. But if you're strength four, it's all it's already working on defense because it means most teams are going to have to put additional supports on there to get profitable blocks on you. Like dwarves, you're going to need two assistant dwarves to get a two die block on a bloodseeker, and you are going to be running as many. This is it. Like I know that the corn gores are really important to the running of the team, but if I'm running corn, if I'm running this team, what I want to do is be making four die blocks every turn with all four of my bloodseekers. Right, that's sixteen dice. You are gonna pow the heck out of everything. And if you just deploy them along the front line, if you're receiving, like you've got one, two corn gores in the backfield to secure the ball, and you can use your linemen to just make sure your blood seekers have got assists, and you are gonna farm dice. Like you are just going to be able to just destroy that front line. Like I'm a huge Skaven coach, and the prospect of having to put <laughs> three linemen on a line, and I know that they're going to get four strength four frenzy blocks on them. Uh, this is like, yeah. and this is vanilla. Like this is just vanilla. Like when they get block, it's going to be even worse. And I'm assuming that these guys are going to have strength access, and I there are going to be coaches out there. Sam Frenzy Garner, who's going to go mighty blow instead of block on this one just to farm those casualties. 
And that is going to be so scary, right? You get a few of these Bloodseekers brewing up and then you start chucking Mighty Blow on them and you're throwing four dice per Bloodseeker, looking, you know, fishing for pals and then Mighty Blowing people to the ground. It's going to be, I mean, blood everywhere, which is very appropriate for Corn, I think. Yeah, um, I'm not missing it, am I? But we don't have the skill access yet. We do not have the skill access no. yet. So what do you think these guys are going to get? I think these guys are going to land the same as Chaos, uh, which is going to be general and strength. I mean, they're, they're strength blockers. They're strength four blockers. All strength four blockers in the game have got access to strength. And if we look at the Nurgle team, um, which is basically the same team design, just uh, smelly instead of angry, like that's that's where they are so if we look at the nurgle team the bloaters have got gms uh pestigors have got gms and the rotters have got gm i don't think we're going to see mutations on the on this team i think the lineman will get general i don't uh, i so i'm thinking general and strength on this team general and strength on it is a chaos team it would be weird not to have mutations right I, I don't think corn's all that big into mutation no, that's true. I mean, it's been a while since him and I have sat down and had a chat, but if you look at the design of the models, with the exception of the horns on the Beastmen, there are no mutations Ooh. there. No, well, maybe the Beastmen, the the Congors might get access to it. I'm not oh. sure about the others. Oh, I lied. I lied. If you look at one of the Pit Fighters, he has got two little Ungor horns coming out of the top of his head. So, uh, yeah, yeah. so actually, if they do end up with exactly the same access as the the Rotters, then this team could get. This team could spam Claw, and it's been such a long time since we've seen a, a team spamming Claw. I mean, I don't Frenzy know if you... Claw. Yeah. <laughs> I just don't think... I don't think that would be the best way to go. I think block on the lineman is the right thing to do. And I think technically when it comes to those big strength four frenzy pieces, the block is technically correct. But if you start spamming like Mighty Blow on your strength four pieces and... I just this team is just all about combat like this is literally just a war cry war band that you're going to try and play football with um I, I think the um the um access will be very telling as to how these teams play out in both tournaments and league i think we're going to see two very very different teams particularly if they get the mutation access um it, yeah I think a league play is probably going to play it a bit more safe. I feel like we're going to see some tournament teams of this, which are which are some fun, crazy claw builds and things like you just said. Um, so when Sam went to, I think it was Fobble Wobble Cup, he took corn, like proper bloodthirster corn. And we'll talk about the big guy in a second. And I think he just spammed Mighty Blow on everybody. I think he, he, did, he did lose one game, I think. <laughs> but the rest of his games were just a wipeout. Like he just he just deleted the opponent because as soon as you and this is the thing about a frenzy heavy team when your linemen have frenzy and your positionals have frenzy you if you can sequence a bit of removal you're playing eleven on ten and as soon as you start playing eleven on ten you've got an assist and if you can work it so that it's kind of like do you know those sliding puzzles Milton where there's like nine squares and there's only eight mm, bits in yeah, there yeah yeah. It starts being like that. I block this guy, and then he gives an assist to this guy. So you guy two, four dice there, two, four dice there. And when you are rolling that amount of dice, it's absolute carnage. Now, the other thing we, we don't know yet is, one, the blood beast. We don't know what that's going to look like. 
Um, but secondly, we don't know the price of rerolls. Now, I think we're looking at 70k here. What do you reckon for reroll cost, Milton? Yeah, that's probably fair. Have we seen any reroll? I can't off the top of my head. Have we seen any rerolls come in at five increment yet? We, I don't think they do, do they? We haven't, no, but that's, no. that's interesting. I wouldn't put it past them. Now, Nurgle landing at 70k. The NAF team has corn at 70k. Norse are 60k. And I think um, I think Standard Chaos is 60k as well. Uh, maybe it's not. Well, it's either going to be 60 or 70, isn't it? Like, Yeah. I, I feel like because the corn gores are quite cheap and they're... They're quite like, and, and and the linemen are quite cheap. But I reckon you're you're right. You're probably looking at the seventy k for the reroll. And I think that's probably okay because you can you can afford some good stuff in this roster. So before we have a chat about the blood beast, what we've got is a few rosters that we put together with the costs as they are now. So the first one we've got for you is the max frenzy build. Okay, we're we're assuming this is a one million uh, roster. You can get four Bloodseekers, seven linemen, and three rerolls at 70k. We're going to assume the rerolls are 70k. If they come in cheaper, you can actually flex up and add a bit more to your roster. 11 players, all of them have Frenzy. You've got all four of the big boys, okay? That's a ton of Frenzy dogs. And you've got those rerolls to be able to save it. Now, we've not seen Loner on any of these linemen, so that's good. Like your, your standard players, no Loner there. So those rerolls are going to be fine. With the strength advantage here, Milton. Three rerolls is going to be enough to keep you alive, I think, from a blocking point of view. Um, and then the the downside here is that everybody has frenzy, like on this roster. So if you if you max out bloodseekers and rerolls to three, nobody has not got frenzy. I feel like you're going to be burning some of those rerolls on a, on failed blocks um, quite quickly because of the frenzy. So you're just going to have to be really smart about it. And I think like. Um, yeah. Oh. Just sharing the roster um, something, something. Oh, okay. <laughs> um. Yeah. I mean. Um. Yeah. Something that's quite like challenging as a as a, a sort of a learning path in Blood Bowl is to not make a play just because it's there. You don't have to do it, and that's really important with your frenzy. You know, you've really got to think ahead about whether or not that play is essential or whether you're effectively rolling against yourself. Um, so if you're cautious, that can play off really well. Like you said, if you're blocking with all four of those big guys every turn and you're doing two two-die blocks, I mean, you, you are you are rolling some serious block dice there and you could cause absolute havoc. But, you know, if you're facing a, a, a high-strength team and, you, you know, you're, you're looking at, you know, either knocking that... that um, those two die blocks down or they've like set up well you've really got to be quite careful about making those risky plays when you're rolling two dice it's one in nine is going to go wrong and cost you a re-roll if you don't have block now if everybody's making two two die blocks um so that's 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 basically every turn there if <laughs> you know if you can make if you make five frenzy blocks a turn it is probably going to cost you a re-roll until you get block so you are bang on the money there milt because that's that is going to cost you. So let's have a look at a minimum frenzy build. So uh, this one comes in at 960. Now, again, we are erring on the side of caution and assuming that the rerolls are going to be 70k. Five linemen, three rerolls, 
four of those corn gores and you can still afford two of the strength four pieces now i think if those re-rolls come in under you might be able to do some some fudging of cash there so you can if the re-rolls come in at 60 you can actually afford three of those blood seekers i think um but let's assume they're 70 so you've got four beastmen five frenzy linemen and two of those strength four pieces now do you think that makes it significantly more manageable or is you missing what the point of this team is? See, my preference would be to lean towards this. I feel like this is the safer play. Um, the Corngors are just great. I mean, they're such great value. Um, you can't go wrong with them, really. Like they're going to be such a phenomenal piece. And I'm, I'm, I'm imagining like you can really culture them in league play to to fill out particular roles that you really want them to like you say you can have them as a ball carrier you can have them as a blitzer you can i, I see these guys know, have them as, as defense kind of growing into um orc blitzers so you know how the orc yes. blitzer is is kind of a scoring threat but also a combat piece i can see the corn gores simply with the addition of block i mean one guy can go block sure hands one guy can go block mighty blow and you can start like just well, block and tackle, you know, for example. In fact, just straight up tackle on a corn gore is going to make a really great safety. Um, like, don't get me wrong, Bloodseekers are awesome, but being able to blitz eight squares, you know, uh, and being able to make a, a two die tackle block is going to protect you against basically everything that come, that's coming through, um, even Hackflip. So, you know, those corn gores are going to become those your toolkit pieces like with orc blitzers that, that's kind of where i see this guy i, I kind of see this team similar in a way to orcs yeah they do have a lot of similarities that's probably why i like them <laughs> yeah it's like <laughs> it's like a halfway house between like orcs and the old corn team slash norse like it's yeah and that's before we've seen the big guy. So the minimum frenzy comes in at 960 if those rerolls land up at 60k a piece you're going to be able to take a third bloodseeker and i think starting with three rerolls is going to help you you know control the ball and actually keep yourself alive having only two of those strength four pieces is going to make you a little bit more vulnerable because like you said right at the beginning milton that um that armor eight plus is going to be pretty fragile and you are going to be sculling yourself down as well so you know every few turns you are going to block yourself which is i don't know fun Right, got a mixed roster for you here as well. Uh, four linemen, three corn gores, and four blood seekers. So four of the frenzy big boys, four of the regular sized frenzy boys, three corn gores, and two rerolls. So you dropped a reroll, but what you're packing here is three of the flexible pieces and all of your big guys. I don't like. I I don't think this is going to be what we see, and I think it's going to be because of that reroll amount. Mm, yeah there's a dependency on the rerolls isn't there and the fact like, uh, only two of them is just it's not i don't think it's going to be enough like but mm. when you're running a corn team as in demons of corn now you generally speaking only start with two rerolls and it does keep them firmly within the tier two bracket because there's going to be those turns like you said which is just going to be like skull both down reroll skull both down I've burnt all my rerolls, so next turn it's skull both down, it's over. And you're going to start taking out your own players. It's going to be... I don't... The mixed one gives you more of what you want, 
right? You've, you've got all four of your big frenzied Black Orc guys. You've got three of your potential Blitzer guys. You've got four linemen. But I think, I think you might almost be better just picking a direction and being like, I'm going to play the meme team here with max frenzy and just max carnage, and that's how I'm going to go. And actually, let's just take out the opponents and worry about the ball later. You've got the max build which, you know, four of those big guys and none of your corn gores, or you just maximize those corn gores, keep yourself with three rerolls, and I know that you got only two of your big boys, but you've got three rerolls to kind of work it out, and then as you build up, I, I would probably take mm. mixed. I would probably take mixed because you get the most of everything. Like two rerolls yeah. is not a lot. Um, but I want to play with all four of those big dudes, but I still want the flexibility of the corn ghouls. I mean, well, yeah, it kind of it kind of gives you something to fall back on, doesn't it? The corn ghouls are, are the safest element of this team. Um, You're definitely going to get yourself in a pickle, I think, if you run the full on, like the full whack. Um, you know, blood bowl. Yeah, yeah, um, I know, I know. I mean, <laughs> there, there's three, there's three, like. This is as we know it right now. I, we don't know the rerolls are not going to be 80k. They might be 50, which would be game-changing for a team like this because then you could afford four rerolls with one of those rosters. Four rerolls with four strength, four frenzy pieces is it would be filthy. So let's assume that's not going to be the case because that's going to upset some people. Now, Milton, the Blood Beast. We've got a piece of art, and it just looks like a massive, mutated, almost chaos spawn lineman what do you think mm. yeah it's almost like i don't really know it's a bit like he looks... an ogre that's gone wrong <laughs> he looks similar to Scylla. he does a little bit yeah which, which um and i suspect sense. we might see quite a few people well it depends on whether or not they produce a model for this off the bat if not, then I suspect we might be seeing a few Scylla proxies for uh, for the old Blood Beast. But, I mean, it looks cool. That is a concern, is if they don't release the team with the big guy. Now, I mean, Scylla is a wicked model. We don't actually have the rules for Scylla yet, I don't think. We've just got the no. old version, um, which is fine and can definitely give us an angle. But this Blood Beast, got to be Strength 5 and got to be Frenzy, right? Uh, well, I'd hope so, yeah. Um, what's his negatory going to be? I'm just going to bring up the Norse team. Because I have a feeling, with the, I think he's going to end up landing similarly to the Yeti. What do you think with Disturbing Presence, Loner 4+, and Unchanneled Fury? I don't think we'll have disturbing presence. It might do. I mean, it would not be like it would make sense. Okay, I am disturbed. In I would be disturbed in the presence of a blood beast. I think that's pretty fair. Um, I think it would probably have animal savagery instead of unchanneled fury. Yeah, I was going to say animal savagery. I think like the yeti is obviously a bit of a softer creature. Um, so the unchanneled fury makes sense, but I reckon. Yeah, animal savagery is the way to go for this guy. And I, I mean, I don't know if it's going to end up Mighty Blow or the Claw route. I mean... It... Ooh, I would say Mighty Blow. 
it feels more cornate to have mighty yeah, blows. Does feel and like that massive arm. <laughs> yeah, I'm a bit 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 worried about the model actually. The last time they made a model with a massive arm, it was um Frank and it just looks weird. Not a huge fan. <laughs> so the Blood, Blood Beast model might be a bit rubbish. I, I part of me thinks it's gonna be claws because of the Bloodthirster. Um, and the BB1 mm. rules for Bloodthirster. Bloodthirster was a claw big guy who then had to add Mighty Blow. But, I mean, realistically, I think this dude's going to be 140, 150k um, straight. Yeah. And I wouldn't be surprised to see it slow. I wouldn't be surprised to see it at movement four. Um, kind of like, mm -hmm. because the you've got a reasonable amount of speed in this team maybe yeah. maybe five and this is kind of it does tie into and then it's it, yeah i think five because it's that sort of berserker rage thing isn't it like he's desperate to get to the next place to smash something up he's not like really stupid troll or a boneheaded ogre he's just in just enraged so i do think animal savagery i think you're bang on the money definitely this guy's gonna have frenzy definitely either mighty blow or claw like it, I don't think it. I don't think it matters. Like I think Mighty Blow might technically be better, um, but there is a, an element of theme to Claw. But I, I feel like there's going to be another skill to it. The Yeti has disturbing presence. Um, the Bloodthirster has Claw, Frenzy, Horns, Juggernaut, and regeneration. So I, maybe he'll have Juggernaut. Uh, I I can maybe see that. Um, Every big guy has got like something else that it can do. Like the Crocs has got prehensile tail, you know. Um, so does the Rat Ogre. Like, and the obviously the Beast of Nurgle is like just its own design, which is great. Uh, Beast of Nurgle, sorry, the Rotspawn, uh, disturbing presence, foul appearance, mighty blow, plague-ridden, really stupid regeneration tentacles. Like what? What ang what other angle could they go with the corn? The corn seems to be the 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 juggernaut frenzy rage punch thing. I can't. I, I, I do you think maybe he'll end up with pile driver or something? Just... Um, it would be cool if they did give him something a bit different because there's a lot of like you say a lot of like similar skill access across all the big guys, and it would be really nice to see you know a slightly different skill that makes him unique makes him stand out gives him a different angle maybe yeah. makes him more appealing to take on the team because it, it's not something that the team already has just a bigger strength guy that's why i think we might see him get claw is because that would make him different than all the other big guys there's no other mutation that i think really fits in with it um, now, from a, a strength skill point of view, if he landed with any of the other strength skills, what about multiple block? Ooh. That would be... Ooh, I like that. That yeah. would be really different. Like, Juggernaut... Um, Juggernaut is a good one to give him. I think if he's going to come with a standard skill, Jugs is a really good one to give him because you want to blitz with your uh, Beastman. So him having a skill that only works on the Blitz costs you. This worked brilliantly from a design point of view with the Demons of Corn team because you want to be Blitzing mm. with your Bloodthirster because he's running around maiming stuff and he's got Jugs. Um, this guy having Jugs would mean if you want you want to Blitz with him to, to make the most of it, it means you can't Blitz then with a the Beastman. It's a really cool like team dynamic 
and I would love to see that that carry across. So I, I'd say Jugs, but giving him Claw, there's no other player with Claw, basically. I mean, you've got the Yeti. Uh, it makes him very similar to the Yeti, and that's a very similar team. But giving him multiple block doesn't work with Frenzy, so it gives you a kind of different way out. And it, that Rage bit kind of still comes across. You basically make him a Strength 5 Troll Slayer. And oh, I like that. That's I, really thematic. That would be really cool if they go down that route. Because that would just be outrageous, because then you can have the... <laughs> You have the Blood Beast on the line, all four of your Blood Seekers, and you can just make six Strength 4 blocks. Four of them with Frenzy. Like, and at that, at that, I know, right? I can hear Milton waiting to buy this roster. Um, yeah. Now, the, the downside is that 150k, you're going to struggle to fit him on a roster. Like, just straight up, you are going to struggle to buy this dude. The only way you could do it is by uh, looking at that minimum Frenzy roster, um and essentially dropping a blood seeker and upgrading him to a blood beast so it, it's it's well, gonna be it's a similar situation to what i had trying to build a norse team for for sandbowl because the the, the prices are almost the same for what i took because i took linemen two off learners and the yeti yeah um and so if you were looking at using the what they call the blood seekers instead you're looking at only bringing two of those and the big guy yeah squeezing him in is going to be hard work the um, um the, the chaos team also has to make that decision um it's two warriors and a minotaur if you want to run the minotaur and it's basically going to be the same design point here um but if you want to actually have re-rolls it's going to be even less and mm. But I really love it, okay? We don't know the rules for this guy. We don't know the costing for this guy. We don't know you can't take more than one. But already, we've got several different rosters. And we're thinking, which of these builds is going to be the best one? And then you introduce the big guy, and then it gives you at least two more rosters where you go, okay, big guy, Max Corn Gores. What we're going to do is we're going to focus on him being the and, and our combat contingent. I mean, I personally think we'll see more Bloodseeker heavy rosters than the Blood Beast. I think the Blood Beast is going to land later in the same way as a Minotaur for a Chaos Chosen team. Um, but, dude, if you get a tournament that's 11.50 and you can take the <laughs> four of those guys and then chuck this guy on top, you know, 11.50, and you can afford three rerolls, four Bloodseekers and a Blood Beast. Like, boom, this is going to, you know, you're going to bring some dice to that event and it's either going to go incredibly well or incredibly well for your opponent yeah 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 no i think there's there's going to be a lot of interesting builds with this i think there's going to be a little period of people trying to work out what to go for because there will be sort of a this is what i quite love about this game there's going to be a degree of how you play impacts what you take on this team because if you are uh roll the dice, pray to nuffle, it works out for you kind of person, then those Bloodseekers are just going to be right on the top of your list. They're going to work out for you really well. If you like to play a more cautious game, you know, probably look at, like, prioritizing the corn gores. Or, you know, if you if you know you like your big guys, you've got that option to stick the big guy in there and kind of build around him. You can probably squeeze some, you can squeeze some, or you can definitely squeeze some corn gores in around that because they're only 70k each. So it's, it's an absolute bargain for a positional. 
Absolutely crazy good. So I think we're going to see some really unique builds, particularly in tournaments. I think we're going to see some 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 builds built around how players play as opposed to what necessarily might be quote-unquote optimal, um, which will be great. And I Looking think just to, just having a Frenzy roster gives you the opportunity to run something different. Like, this is going to be a... It's going to be a tier two challenge. Like you, you see it with Kemri. Like I'm going to take this on because it's a different way to play. Like you see it with Slan, and we've always had Corn kicking around as an unofficial, basically, way of of playing and taking on a different challenge. Boom! Like now, Games Workshop has gone right. We're going to take the fun bits from the Corn team and have those frenzy linemen. We're going to take the work, the bit that works really well with having a horns jug piece in there. And then we're going to chuck on just some absolute boosted chaos chosen. I, I really feel like this is the corn roster that we should have had before. Like this one just makes so much more sense than the demons of corn roster. I think so. Like, um, I remember who said it. I know we were discussing it the other day, but like, why would the demons be playing blood bowl in the first place? <laughs> well, I mean, the, just the blood up to play a game of blood bowl and off they go again. Um, the blood well, thirster I mean, is the one that, that I was always like, well, that's that's like the original blood. The original bloodthirster model was already too big for Blood Bowl. Like, yeah, and that now <laughs> he's like bigger than a giant, isn't yeah, he? He's, he's a, like he's a enormous, massive piece. So being able to have those blood beasts, which is essentially a chaos spawn, just fits with the team. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense, and it, it's going to mean you've got like three, four different builds. There's going to be like you said, built in, it's going to be actually, I'm going to play the frenzy heavy corn team, or I'm going to play the safe corn team, which seems like an, a weird, like, uh, phrase, because it's not going to be safe. I, I don't, yeah, I don't think they're the safe. I think they're like a, they're a powerhouse, aren't they? They're like, the, I think you're right. It's the orc blitzer kind of mentality of, uh, of, of, of the way that the corn gores are going to play out. And I, I mean, <clears throat> I guess the last thing to really talk about is how do you think this is going to affect the meta? Um, well, do you know what? Like, <laughs> we had a lot of uh, guessing about what this uh, this news was going to be, didn't we? And I was pretty cemented on the fact that it was going to be chaos doors, but I was happily proved wrong. And you know what? It's great that we've got a a new team to the existing set. Obviously, we got the, the Snotlings um, previously, and now we've got these guys. So it lends to a massive amount of longevity in the game if Games Workshop are willing to create new teams, new builds, new minis and stuff. Um, and so, of course, this is going to shake the meta up a little bit, isn't it? I don't think they're going to come in as a Tier 1 team. Um, I think the Frenzy... I think the frenzy is going to cripple them a little bit. I think they're going to be a decent tier two team if played with well. I think they are too. I mean, corn are not a bad team. They are a hard team. Like it is a challenge, and it, it, yeah. it's a team that rewards good play. Like if you can manage your own team and choose the right time to block and choose when not to block, it's you as a player that is capitalizing on those choices. Um, but. Also, and I think this is kind of where you were going, man, is that if you don't want to make those choices, if you want to just have a lol, like, you can. Like, 
goblins, if you think about goblins, goblins in the corn team are very similar. Goblins, you want to throw a load of dice, and if the dice work out well, you're going to win. If the dice don't work out well, you're not going to win. That's not on you, that's on the dice. And actually, corn is going to be similar in that regard too, because if the dice roll well, it doesn't matter how good you are at the game. Um, and that can be fun. So if you want to take a risky few plays, you can do it. And I think that is so so good for the the, the play choices for players. Like whether it's technically correct or not is going to be an absolute challenge. And actually, that's always the case, isn't it? But like the, yeah. the fact that anybody who just wants to smash face can now do so. Like that's that's well, going to be you great. Know what? I think, like, I see this, and I say this to a lot of, like, new players who will, like, ask, oh, what's a good team to get into? And I think, like, most people who have been playing the game for a while, pick the one you like the look of, grab it, play with it, have fun, because that's what Blood Bowl's about. And now, I know there's a lot of people that really like the aesthetic, the corn aesthetic, it's a and pretty I think, unique aesthetic. And I it's... think this may, you know, bring a few new people into the game because it's it's um you know, there's a lot of love for for the Chaos Gods for Corn in particular throughout the other you know, other games that Games Workshop produce. Um It's gotta be the most popular of the gods. And from a design point of view, it's got a really strong um element to it, hasn't it? Like it's Yeah. Got... Um Definitely. And I think, yeah, I think personally, like for me, I think this is a little more appealing than the, like the Chaos Chosen team's look. I mean, I still like that team. I have that team. It, it's cool. But I think this definitely, where it's a bit more stylized, really stands out. I think this is going to be a, certainly a more popular team than Nurgle is, perhaps. Um, yeah, and that's not even just because of the rules, is it? That's just... Uh... No, I think it's... Um, yeah, that's certainly an interesting look for the uh, for the Nurgle team. These guys are just they're just cool, aren't they? They're just great looking minis. It's cool. It's um, incredibly violent, which again it I, suits the game massively. I'm I'm looking forward to seeing someone paint them not red, oh, and and see how that goes. I don't, um, I don't know if that's allowed. Like... I, yeah, I did wonder. <laughs> I, I can't even I can't even imagine them in a colour other than red. So we'll have to see how that one goes. Oh, don't worry about it. Ian will paint it in uh, in blue and orange. Blue and orange in no yeah. time. Like, and it will oh, look good. amazing. Yeah, no, we we'll have to see that one. Um, I like it. But what do you think? What do you think this forecasts for the future of the game? Do you think we're going to see? Uh, a Zinch team, uh, oh, I love team. a Zinch team. Now, obviously, Ben's prediction for this year that we'll get a Slanesh team. My prediction was that we get a Squig team. I think he might be closer. Um, but well, I I feel like we could see a sort of circus esque Slanesh team, which is fills that long legs, mm. um, Slan role yeah so obviously we've got this corn team come in and to a degree it kind of fills the frenzy frenzy game that the uh oh, the demons oh. of corn were bringing to the table let's talk about that right now so this lands as the 28th games workshop team is it going to uh push out the the bloodthirster team is it going to push out the bloodthirster 
roster from a from a NAF point of view. Um, you know, do you think it deletes it? Do you think it makes it pointless? Well, interestingly, like it's been said that the um, nobility team, you know, effectively has replaced the the Bretonian team. Yep. And I can I can certainly appreciate that angle. I know a lot of leagues, a lot of tournaments, a lot of places have created um, or using a created 2020 version of the Britonia roster to let people carry on playing Britonia. And actually, having played Brett and seen Nobility played, there is just enough difference between the two teams that I personally don't mind having both of them. It adds a little bit more variety. You know, you you start the line a little bit different, even if you end up in the same place. But for for tournament play, that's not yeah. not such a big deal. Um, for constructed play, it's, it's different. And and yeah, the the thing about the Bretts and the Nobility is, is they they're relatively interchangeable as to, in terms of minis on the table. Like it's not too much to go one way or the other. Yeah, with the um with the demons of corn. If you've got a demons of corn team that you know looks like a demons of corn team with all the positionals and stuff, um, I, I guess I guess you could get away with kind of using them as the the corn gores and the the blood seekers, but they're not they're not really the same. I, I think if you've got a standard corn team, so uh, BT Ben Ben's got um, the Grebo one. Um, and you've got the linemen, the linemen work, okay? They're pit fighters, uh, they're marauders here. That works perfectly. If you've got four of your blood letter demon people, those are your corn gores sorted. You will have to find four chaos warriors, like, which isn't that difficult. Like, there's loads in AOS no. you can pick up, or you've just got a chaos team and you can just use those. Um, from a design aspect, that's the biggest thing, and the bloodthirster is perfectly usable as a blood beast. Yeah, definitely. So, I mean, you have you have some options there to kind of like swap and change, but they're not they're not the same team, are they? Really, it's not, it's not the same team. You basically have a choice of a bloodthirster or four chaos warriors. And I'm a huge fan of four chaos warriors with frenzy. Like the bloodthirster is excellent, but um, he's. I think that's probably the most important thing here is we haven't seen the blood beast yet, but the blood thirster is such an important part of that frenzy team. Like that frenzy team is the blood thirster supported by a bunch of psychopaths here. It's the psychopaths as a team. Like, and I think without that blood thirster level, um, it is going to play massively differently. And I, I, I just, I don't think the NAF needs to rush and delete uh, Demons of Corn. I, I think... No, I think we, we can keep them around. Like I say, you know, I think I would say that the Demons of Corn are more different to this team than Bretts are to Nobility. And yeah. therefore, if, if, you know, if people are still hanging on to the, the Bretonian team, then there is absolutely no reason not to hang on to the Demons of Corn team. Yeah, I just don't see. I don't see the need. I mean, if you're running, if you're running demons of corn, it is to get the bloodthirster on the pitch. Like, and if you're running this team, I think personally, it is to get those four frenzied blackhawks to the pitch. And yeah, I I think that's massively different. And I think this team is going to perform better. Lower armor on the linemen, sure, but I think it's going to be more consistent. And you know what? 
it gives us a great opportunity to corn versus corn and that's cool and it means we're up to 30 teams so if you if you you know you've got a tournament you've got a league it gives you two different options there are loads of teams that are very similar there are four elf teams that really aren't that different no no they're not are they so it's fine i mean if we see a Tinch team and a Slanesh team, I would be really pleased. A part of me worries that they've only done the corn team because the groundwork was laid for them with the Blood Bowl 1 version. And the reason they did nobility is because the groundwork was laid to for them for, with Bretonians. Like, so, well, you know, part of me is thinking, oh, this is amazing. We're going to see all the Chaos teams land. This is going to be cool. We can do a Chaos Cup and it's going to be awesome. Um, but well, apart, but weren't, apart, weren't the nobility in the sorry uh, weren't nobility in the my dugout app uh there was yeah a nobility-esque team um um it was but, i mean we were talking princess. about like you know like we got we got nobility from the my dugout app and we were expecting to see savage orcs as the frenzy team this basically um, oh mate that is a really good point because this roster does land really similarly to 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 savage orcs mitt milton how how have i missed this that's genius mate right two seconds um i i actually don't know what the savage or still looks like i don't think i've ever looked at it let me find it. let me grab it because actually if this lines up reasonably close well I'm... then yeah we've got we've got the um the mine dugout um and then it could mean that we are now progressing down the route of the my dugout teams. Um, where's my savage orcs? Come on. I have no idea where you're going to find that one. Thank you, Windows. Uh, savage orc. There we go. Oh, there we go. Uh, yeah, 50k frenzy, 5338 for the linemen. Um, 70k frenzy for. They're not quite the same, are they? Hang on, are you looking at the um, fumble team or the or the? Oh no, I'm looking dugout. at the fumble thing. That's the wrong. I've got the my dugout team here. So their linemen were sixty k five three three eight. So these ones are fifty k for six three three seven. Um, they got four blitzers. They got four brutes. They got mm, I don't know. I, the nobility team and the savage orc team. They line up. Dude, this could be exciting because the other two teams that were on the My Dugout was Pestilent Vermin, so uh, Clan Pestilence, and the Slayer Horde team. Like, well, do you know what? I could see another Skaven team. Skaven are pretty popular, and Underworld also makes Sorry. them really popular. Yeah, what was the other? Um, Slayers. A Slayer team. Ooh. That's not um, telling. Yeah, I know. Oh, that team. But no, this is it. Like, actually, that's that's incredibly marketable by Games Workshop. Like, a Slayer team would be sweet. They've already shown Pestilence team. You know, halfway between Skaven and Nurgle. I mean, you basically wipe Nurgle off, Nurgle off at that point. But that could be fun. Um, I maintain that a Squig team would be a wicked addition. And we should see more stunty teams because we've got loads of good teams. Let's bring in some more stunty fun. Like, yeah, I think there's not enough stunty representation. I would like to see a couple more stunty teams. Yeah, and they could do all sorts. There's so much unexplored territory. I do think another green skin team is likely to be where they go. Um, but I mean, there's no reason they can't do an alternate halfling team. Like, I, yeah, I could definitely see. That. Imagine a halfling team where there's no treeman. 
you know, where they do something different with that. Um, there's so much design space there. And I, I personally, maybe a troll team. I don't know. Like, I don't mind. But the fact we've got this corn team either means we're not going to see Savage Orcs uh, or, you know, we could be seeing Slayers and Clan Pestilence. Uh, it means we could see Zinch and Slanesh. And I think you and Ben are both of the same mind there, Milton, that actually a Slanesh team landing and kind of picking up the Slan rule set might be a clever design space to go to. Um, I, yeah, particularly with the recent release of the Age of Sigma yeah. um, Slanesh stuff, where they're all quite live. Um, yeah. Linemen, long, you know, pogo stick. Uh, or, yeah, you know, kind of like minor, um, yeah. acrobatic. The, the, sla the Slangors then at that point become your catchers from a, from a, from a, from a Slan team. And yeah. then you introduce the Chaos Warriors for a Slanesh team. Where maybe they don't have the leap angle to them. Maybe they do, or maybe they just have sidestep or some sidestep instead or something, like just to give them that kind of slippery vibe. But getting that, oh, I, leap can, I can really see that. Yeah. And Zinch is the one I really want though, because there's just so this the, the mutation level into it could be really cool. Anyway, Milton, we've talked about corner for an hour now, and we don't even know the full lineup. So we've got to find out about the Blood Beast. We've got to find out about the skill access. We've got to find out about the reroll costs. But they said this team's coming out by the end of the year. That's not that far. That's not that no, far. No, it's only a few more months. It's October, like tomorrow. So, or today when this comes out. So end of the year, maybe November. So when this podcast comes out, you might just have four, five, six weeks before this team is out, which is pretty wow. sweet. Now, what if they're here before Bonvember? I was about to say that. I don't see that happening. Um, but hey, if it is, then I'm on board. Let's get it in. Let's get it going. Um, because I cannot wait to see how this team performs. I don't think it's going to be amazing. I do think it's going to be a challenge. And sometimes it's going to get competitive. Sometimes it's going to roll hot and wipe you off. And the rest of the time, it's going to wipe itself off. And that is such a great, fun dynamic. Um, it's not a squig team, but this is this is a good second tier choice for me. I'm, I'm, I'm well on board with this. I love the design angle. And I love that if you've got a Savage Orc team that you've built, you can just run them as this. All right. You've got Savage Orcs for your linemen. You've got Savage Orc Blitzers. So get some Savage Orcs, put some horns on them those are your beastmen and get some savage or some like aos brutes for your chaos warriors and you've got a savage orc team there ready to go like that's cool that's wicked i love that i think you can do a lot of cool stuff brilliant uh milton i think we've basically finished talking about corn is there anything else you wanted to add before we wrap up no i think that's it all right fantastic well milton thank you ever so much for jumping on and talking about corn and uh everybody out there please let us know what you think corn is going to land whether you think it's going to replace old corn what's going to happen did they move your cheese is it bad cheese is it blood cheese let us know but for now we're going to disappear thank you very much for watching we'll be back soon with more blood bowl content happy frenzy blocking Thanks very much for watching. We really appreciate your support. If you want to help support the channel even further, please like and subscribe or come join us on our Patreon. We have early access to content. We get loads of feedback from you guys and we try and do competitions as much as we can. Or you can get yourself some Bonehead Podcast merch on our Spreadshirt site. So if you want to support a team, especially for the Bonehead Championship, you can pick up a shirt, a mug, things like that. It all helps support the channel and we really appreciate it. Anyway, links below. Thank you very much. Happy blocking.